0: This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Now, on Talk Radio 1210,
1: WPHT, WPHT, HD, hd H-D-3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Lieber. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Stern, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT along with J. Doc M. Joe kraus a special, very special. Extremely special one-hour broadcast, Jay Doc. I think that's the best way uh, to begin tonight here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Absolutely,
2: Joe. Uh, we have a, a great show. It's, we have an, an, an hour with Congressman Bob Brady, uh, who's been a member of the House of Representatives since May nineteenth, nineteen ninety-eight, till he recently retired on January third. So I'm ecstatic to, to have the congressman for the entire.
1: Hour. I don't think there is. It's not humanly possible to be able to consolidate into this hour and cover the career and the highlights and uh, and everything that the Congressman has done in his illustrious career, but we'll do the we'll, well do the best we can.
0: You're
2: right, y'all,'re we're, but we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can. Congressman, welcome to the
0: show. Thank you, and I like this show a whole lot better now that I'm hearing the intro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: right. That's right. So, uh, you know, you recently retired. I want to congratulate you on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you're almost a month in on, well, you are about a
0: month in on on, on the uh, retirement. How's it going so far? Busy. Busy? busy, yeah. Well, you know, when you when you spend four days a week in Washington, people know you're in Washington. Even if you're off a couple of days, they still think you're in Washington, right? And they don't really bug you. But now they know I'm home. I'm I'm swamped. Oh, they know where you're at now, and they call in and you know this appointment, that appointment, and we got a pretty you know pretty pretty active election coming up. You know, with all all, the, all our city people running council in the uh, row offices and and our mayor and uh, and we have judges, so it's starting to heat up. A little bit, but again, they know I'm home, so they're all calling, and I don't. I got a problem. I return all my calls. So. Right. Well, I'll <laughs>
2: tell you, and and, and I, it's funny because, um, you know, you're 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 a month in, and and I, I heard that you're you're busier than ever. Um, tell me, if you will, and and I'd like to go back to the to the beginning. Um, you know, you know, you spent over 20 years as a congressman in the first district here in Philadelphia. Um, what initially influenced you? Uh, you know, to run for office.
0: Well, it, it's crazy. You know, I was party chairman then, and you know, I've been party chairman for like, well, ten years. I'm, I'm here now, thirty-three years as a party chairman. So, it was, I was a party chairman like twelve years, and we had a vacancy with Tom Foglia. I went to, to Italy to the Vatican as an ambassador, and there was a vacancy, and Lou Blackwell wanted to run. Now, Lou was a congressman from the second congressional district, but you only got to live in the state district so he had ambition he wanted to go back and i said sure he's a good friend i will be supporting you and we had to put a name in uh we had a deadline on friday so we had a caucus meeting on thursday uh wednesday lou blackwell calls me says bob i've been talking to my family they don't want me to go but but but." i said oh man what are we going to do you know we got to." And that one day to get another candidate. So I had the caucus meeting anyway, and I said to them, Look, I just got a call from, from, I just last night from Lou Blackwell. I wanted you to know early enough that we have a just about today to put a name in and we got to well, have to 5 o'clock today and we we'll see the young blood, God bless it, jump, jump up and said, I'm nominating you. We wanted you to run anyway but you, out of your laurel to, to Lou Blackwell, was a great man, by the way. A right. great man. Absolutely. You know? started out like as a rebel and jumping over chairs and fighting with Franny Rafferty and wanted to become, <laughs> the, wanted to become the best friend of Franny Rafferty in council. And Lou Lou really, really blossomed into a great man. And I Sounds sexy. Sounds pretty cool to be called a congressman. I was a turnpike commissioner then. I was home doing what I need to do. Uh, mistake. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work. A lot of work, and you spend four, four to five days a week away from your family. I mean, you miss, you miss, you miss weddings. You miss. Birthdays, you miss communions, you miss... Uh, we were in a session like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, you know, Easter, you know. Uh, people, you know, don't realize what it takes out of you, you know. And, and, and what I did for the first four or five years is... I used to stay in Washington I had an apartment down there and I would stay over then I realized that I don't drink so you know I'm a bore you know <laughs> right. and all they do at the 5 o'clock down in Washington is get in trouble by drinking and eating and sit you know <laughs> so I started commuting back and forth and it wasn't bad it was okay I didn't take a train because you'd be holding to the schedule but I drove I didn't always have somebody with me but it was good too because on the way home or the way down you get rid of all your messages and then you're home and sometimes if you get home maybe like a little earlier like around 7 Eight o'clock. People don't know your home. How many days a week? We, we, we four days a week, you know. Average four days a week. We were we are installed. We were Monday to Thursday, or Tuesday to Friday.
1: They switch back. Congress, and forth. Congressman, let me ask you: Have you, at this point in your retirement, been able to? realized now some of the decisions and some of the processes and some of the history that you've created in your tenure?
0: No. uh, I, I still don't think I created anything. I just thought I went to work every day and just tried to represent the region. We do work as a region. And I watched it really, really changed since the first time i've been down there i was down there in a the minority and then i spent a couple years in the majority and we're back to minority but when i even went down there in the majority the first maybe seven eight years you got along you got along with the other side they weren't the opposition they were the opposition they weren't the enemy and then when we were in the majority it was still pretty good but then when they got back in the republicans into the into the, into the majority it just got bad i mean they wind up with the as we know, the Tea Party, which they now call the Freedom Caucus, and they were major obstructionists. They didn't really want to get anything done. And the problem was, you had what they call, when Haster was a Speaker, you had what they call a Haster rule, What that rule said that they wouldn't pass any legislation with a Democratic vote. I think they had like maybe 250, we had, what, we had maybe a little, they had like 240, we had maybe like two-something, whatever it might have been, 210, 211, 26. But you needed 218 votes to pass, and because of that, they were holding up the Republican parties the so-called tea party people and there was no compromise as you well know you know I, I do have a little bit of history of compromise yeah and I, and
2: take- I, and that's what I was going to say you you you're a joiner your reputation has been and we'll get to the you know some labor disputes that only you've been able to come in and and put the parties together and, and make it work being in Washington when that when the gridlock started and 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 it's got to be frustrating at that point it's I don't
0: know if there's a word beyond frustration but that's the word beyond frustration you know uh, you sit there and to be honest with you it was like Jesse James without a because you couldn't get nothing done. I didn't need a staff. All I had to do was go on the floor and look at a guy by the name of Kevin Brady. He's a nice man by the way, Republican, staunch Republican, conservative. used to be a Democrat, changed over mm-hmm. from Texas. And I just watched how he vote and I vote the opposite. You know, and that's so that's how so rigid it became, you know. And then we had some good people down there. Boehner was John John Boehner was a real decent human being, but he couldn't get nothing done. They actually ran him out of there. Right. You know, and, and That's why he left. Yeah, he couldn't, you know, he was frustrated as, as could be, you know. And the next speaker, the same exact way, was a good man, you know. But uh, we just couldn't get, they couldn't get nothing done because, again, they did follow this hashtag rule. Although they broke it once in a while when they needed something like really important to happen, you know. Well, well, well over the last couple of years, I mean, it,
2: it's it, it's been insane. Tell me what the, 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 the difference is since the new guy got in and, and it you know, even with with gridlock uh, as it had been now you got a whole new ball wax in there what what has that experience been like
0: uh, it's hard to figure out you don't know where he's coming from you know uh i guess it's what they call the peter principle you aspire to the degree of you're more competent you know right and that's that's what he is you know you know it has a lot to say about non-politicians i mean it's either his way where the highway. Look at this. Look at this shutdown. It was totally disgraceful. I mean, we I think it's costing two billion dollars. You know, what I mean. And you're dealing with the work
2: working workforce. We just, uh, we just did a show with the federal workers and their and their um, and their leadership and, uh, and I know it must have tore a heart. I mean, a, a hole in your heart, knowing that there's all these workers being held hostage. Uh, in in the middle, you know, for a wall. And, you know, it was almost like individuals were underwater and the oxygen was running out.
0: Yeah, I caught the last end of the shutdown, you know, because I had about a week, it had been 10 days of the shutdown. But it was the third one I was in, you know. And, you know, I, I... I don't know about you, and I don't want to speak for either one of you, Sure, but, you know, I live from paycheck to paycheck at one time, sure. and these men and women do live from paycheck at one time, you know, and, you know, they're saying you got to go to work and you don't get paid because you're, you're, you're an employee that need, needs to be there, you know, and, and how do you get to work? I mean, if you don't have the money to get there and whatever, and, and it's a, it's it's just terrible to hold these people, working men and women, you know, hold them hostage because we don't, he wants a, a wall. I mean, that's... That's ridiculous.
2: Well, yeah. we had individuals calling in and, and saying, "Wow, you know, uh, you're going to, you, you know, the, it's not that many people, and they're eventually going to get paid. Tell that to the mortgage company. Tell that tell that to the food market. Let them be one of them, see how it is. and Let the, them be one of them. Absolutely. And let's not forget that there are individuals that were made to work in yep. difficult jobs. They couldn't yep. even file for unemployment. Oh, well. So,
0: I mean, essential, essential
2: jobs that needed to be done. I mean, no question about it. And, and you could see the American people were becoming incensed. But um, it just just certainly against your grain as a congressman to, to, to watch something like that. And we, and we read it, Joe and I read it, on, on, with, with the federal worker, the AFG uh, leadership.
1: I mean, no question about it. And congressman Bob Brady is our special guest here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. He's our gracious guest for the full hour of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor when we return after our first commercial break of the hour. Uh, what is, or what was, Congressman uh, Brady's biggest challenge? I'm sure there were many. We'll see if we can zero him in uh, on maybe to top two or three as we roll along here on a Saturday night. Back in a moment.
0: Welcome to my district. And welcome to Philadelphia. The city that's made America free today makes history again. This is the birthplace of our great democracy, the home of Independence Hall and the Liberty Bell.
1: And back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, it's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor along with J-Doc. I'm Joe Krause. Coming to you, J-Doc, with a very, very special show, uh, a big show for us to do, uh, one full hour with Congressman Bob Brady. Absolutely. We, we, we have the uh, leader of the Democratic Party here in the Delaware Valley and,
0: and, and a champion to labor. What will you miss most about the job? The friends I made down there, Some of, a lot of good friends, the staff I I was the chairman of house, house Administration, and that runs the House. They call you the mayor of, uh, mayor of Washington, D.C. And you, the press, in their wisdom, as you know how the press can be, they say, yeah, I give out Parker Place. So let me tell you something. That's pretty important down here. But I also do their budget. Every member has what they call uh, uh, an MRA mem- member's resource account. That every member is different because it costs so much money to live in 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 in, uh, in New York City. Your office is uh, x amount of dollars, right. as opposed to Utah, or, you know, which is a little cheaper. So every member has a different figure, a different amount that they can spend, and we we oversee that, and we give that out. Every every committee, except for appropriations, has to come in front of me, and I give out the I give out the money that that takes the run their committee so because of that we run the staff and I like the staff the huh? police come under me the, the, the zoo the Smithsonian Institute everything comes under me and we fund all them and and I just like the staff I mean I you know I, I've, I've made major major concessions and build past bills you know with the with the police department merging them it may not sound like a big deal but when you're in the police department and you're both trying to work together and the salaries aren't the same, the hours aren't the same, the benefits aren't the same, that's not a right thing to do. You have to have people have a level playing field when they go to work, especially when they go to work to protect us. And you you also... The same budget for, for the
2: Republican side also. Oh yeah. So okay. I'm assuming that they they were oh, they had yeah. there was no budget for them. Most of the time they had a shack. We just made sure that they could barely. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: You know what? That's not true. I got a lot of good friends in the Republicans. A lot of good people. Absolutely. And and you reciprocate. You know, you 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 work. I don't work deals. I work arrangements. You know, you help them when they need it, and they come back in and they help you. It could be. I mean, talk about agriculture. The only agriculture we've got in the city of Philadelphia, we now have legalized pot or plants in the windows. These are what we have, you know. Right. But someplace down there in, in, in Nevada, whatever they have, it's legal. And now, in, even in Washington, D.C., well, you give them a play for agriculture somewhere along the line, and, and they can reciprocate back to you for intermodal transportation or whatever you may need, we, we may need in the inner cities here. So it, 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 we do work as a region. And, it's, and the regions are very different. It's a lot different in their city than it is in the suburbs, like, you know, say, like, you know, Bucks County and Chester sure. County. I mean, good people don't get me wrong, but there's a different kind of life and, and you know, it's a little different kind of working relationship out there. But I work together with all them. We work together with all the Republicans to try to get things done for the American people. American people don't care, if the Democrats or the Republicans. They want to have a job, they want to work their family. <laughs> family-sustaining job. They want to go to school, decent school with their kids. They want to live in safety. Everybody wants that.
1: Congressman Bob Brady's joining us here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. J-Doc mentioned in the opening uh, segment of our uh, show tonight your ability to work out disputes, your ability to be able to get to a resolution. And on the surface, that sounds perhaps to be not that challenging or not that hard. I think it's a lot harder than we all think it is.
0: Well, you're dealing with egos, you know, and I never insert myself, they call me. I become an honest broker. What happens nine times out of ten? And I did a major, many major strikes, school strikes, uh, transportation strikes. Seems every 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 three years is a transportation strike. And and you become an honest broker. And a lot of times these negotiations come down to personalities. And because they're across the table so often that they get mad at each other. And that are not giving them because I just don't want to give this person the what they want. I'm not giving that person what they want. Then sometimes you go backwards. Sometimes you agree on things and they say, okay, here's the sticking point. I'll give you that, but I'm taking this back. And then also all, all of what you call proverbial hits well, the wall. But, but a great example of that was the, the 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 the
2: deadlock we had with the with with the situation with the, the SEPTA union and, and SEPTA a couple years ago and they were going through heck. I mean yeah. it was a battle and you and you were able to come in and and uh, you know you know, created a, a compromise there and got those members back to work. And there were some sore, you know, it was a difficult situation on both sides. Is that the type of situation you're, you're kind of referring well, to? Well, you become an honest
0: broker, and people need a way out, and you find them, you give them a window to get out of on both sides, and you get rid of the personalities, and you start letting them know that, hey, look, if, you know, if uh, if uh, you don't agree to this here, and you don't agree to that there because you're mad because of somebody went to law school and had a pressure come, how it comes down to, by the way. You know, somebody didn't like somebody in law school at one point in time. I don't to mention names, but there was an attorney on one side that went to law school with the... Married on the other side, and they weren't too happy with them. You know, well, he got rid of that. You know, hey, look, hey look, you know, you got to get this thing done. You know, and and you sit there, and it's not fun. You sit there, and you sit there for days sometimes, and then you let it play out, and then there's come time when you got to realize that it's ripe, and you lay it on them. Say, hey, look, man, if you don't get this thing done, nobody's going to get it done, and you're going to get blamed. You know, when you talk about a strike, you know, there's a lot of people out in that street, and there's a lot of people running around. And then the frustration level you can't get from one place to another. Sure, it take fifteen minutes now an hour 15 minutes
2: when you when you're in the middle of a situation like that and you know what's on the line it's you're, you're not only dealing with two massive en- entities with 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 the union and and the, and and scepter but you're also t- talking about the people
0: the the the, the general public whose whose jobs are also depending on something like that let me tell you why you're so right the most important part of a school strike when they had the school strike what I do is let them know. Let me tell you something. These buses don't run, and these kids ain't going to school. When you got a school strike, that means they're home. That means you're going to get in trouble. Some kids going to get hurt, and guess what? It's on you. It's on both of your sides. You cause that young man, young woman, in school, school gaze kid to get hurt because why? They're not in school. They're home. They're out playing. They trip. They fall. God. They get it by a car. Who knows sure. what after kids got for? But they get hurt when they should be in school. And then you would put a major, you know. A lot of times I hate to say, it, but a lot of times your school, schools almost their babysitting. You know, yeah. they're, they're, you know that's a difficult situation. The mother and father both have to work, and now one's got to stay home. You know. So I said, this is all gonna be put on you because you're sitting here like you know, uh, maybe sometimes living a good life. Oh, well, I got called back for a strike one time, and I had to meet him at a rich coffee, even though the restaurant existed, and they had more than tables, they had more than knives and forks that I. Could couldn't believe it they were living pretty good they really kind of liked that living there i I took that away put them over to the plaza at that time and i gave them day-old coffee and old and old cookies and they settled the strike in two days
1: (laughs) (laughs) congressman is there a fail is there a failure out there that sticks in your craw is there something that you wanted to get done that couldn't get done for whatever the reason was probably many
0: I mean, there's a lot of things you want to try to get done. You know, we got it, we got we got we got, we got, we got our problems in the city of Philadelphia, as you well know. You know, we got a school system that's broken. We just can't get it fixed, and I just can't get Harrisburg to understand it. Uh, and sometimes they tell me it's like putting money in a hole when they send it back down to the city of Philadelphia. And our mayor's trying; he's doing a decent job, a good job. when he's got rid of the, the, the school reform commission, which was instituted by our state legislators, and it would be a better idea. and I guess they got to try to make it better, but that didn't, that failed. Now we gotta, we have an appointed school board, a lot of people think it should be an elected school board, because you could, the citizen can then say, you know, who, who does what to wear, but uh, I think the major major thing is, is is our children, you know, we gotta provide for them, you know, I like seeing now that some of these rec centers, I mean, I'm a product of a rec center, and a product of PAL, and you know, when you keep these young kids, men and women, uh, young men and women working, and keep working, and keep them active, if they come home tired at night, and they don't want to go out and hang on a corner and get something, to, you know, get, have a problem. You know, that's why I'm a, I'm a big proponent. I have been, if you follow me with these young sports, I always, we raise money. I have a traditions fund that raises money. We always send them to, uh, always always help out these young men and women that are in, the, that are in our neighbors and other our neighbors that are, have these activities. You need to keep our kids busy.
1: Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. It's a special one-hour conversation with Congressman Bob Brady. We'll get to a commercial break. Back in a moment.
0: I brought back $15.5 with or the B, billion dollars to the city of Philadelphia and its region.
1: And back here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. One programming reminder, stay tuned for our next Labor Leader Roundtable, J-Doc, which will be at the end of February where we gather and we will be live from the Sinesta Hotel. Details to follow uh, coming up over the next couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, we love that every month. It's a fantastic job and Sinesta does a great job, a great union hotel in the city. Um... Congressman, you've been at your people person, which really helps in those negotiation type situations. But um, there have been I heard a story once that you received you refused. Uh, a phone call from the President of the United <laughs> States, uh, Bill Clinton because you were busy helping a woman who had called seeking uh, you know, uh, uh, what was it uh, to come over to someone to come over to fix her toilet uh, have you always been a people person
0: has that been a big part of uh, Absolutely, Mrs. Martucci was about 80 some years old I, I have a ward headquarters and I when I'm home on Martucci I sit there and we bring people in you know, anybody has a problem my guys are there, you know and this little old lady was sitting there waiting her turn, and you know they let her in a little ahead of time. She came in to see me, started crying. She said her toilet wouldn't work, and she felt so embarrassed because she was going to the bathroom and hot or whatever, waiting late at night to dump it, and her. I knew her grandson, and her, her grandson was away, and she was by herself. So my guys, like your guys, you know, I'm a labor guy, so I sure. labor guys after somebody was a plumber. I said, right. "Why don't you think?" She don't live around across the street from my headquarters. We took her across the street, and it was the ball, the chain. Yeah,
2: right, right, right. right. The chain a fell off six, the right. ball
0: cock there. Right. So we fixed that, you know. But in the meantime, when I was talking to her. What I like to do is, if I'm talking to somebody, I'm not going to interrupt them or pick up a phone and have the conversation or have somebody bothered me and my guys know that they don't knock on my door when I it's not even closed here at the time but they don't, when I'm talking to you nobody comes in and interrupts me you know because I hate that you got to sit there and talk to somebody and their problem is the most important thing that's happening right then anyway my guys interrupt me which they never do is Bill Clinton on the phone president he wanted to make sure that I had I wasn't going to vote for impeachment you know I right. was going to give him a vote and I, I guess when him, he when you told him that you'd call him back he he, I, he got a little nervous I told my guys so look you got to tell him I'll call him back I can't take the call right now and then 10 minutes later after she went out and came back and we fixed her toilet I called her back you get the you get the White House operator and he goes on the phone I said Mr. President I'm sorry but I had a young lady an elderly lady and I said it's the most important I said look don't get me wrong your problems impeachment her problems are the toilet and the fixed I know relatively they're both the same they're right. both the problem he right. said you know god bless you i don't blame you and he told that story like 10 times did he really oh yeah to different people different places it's the most important everybody's problem was like really important to them now if anybody knew bill clinton uh when he said hello to you how you doing you really thought that he wanted to know how are you doing right not just walking by and he was a real real good people person so he understood it He, he realized it you know
2: and and at the end of the day uh, what you, you you want to be accessible to your constituents? Uh, you, you've been speaking, uh, you know, of your constituents. Let's talk about your relationship with organized labor. I mean, you, you know, you have, you know, you, first of all, you were a carpenter yes. before you were a congressman. Yes, it was. Right. And you've maintained that uh, relationship and leadership role across, you know, with with the labor movement here in Philadelphia, near and dear to your heart. Absolutely. Well, I had, I had a.
0: I had it easy Pat Gillespie me and, me and Pat Gillespie went to school together for 12 years you know yeah. I went to grade school and, uh, and 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 high school and uh, he cheated off me for 12 years <laughs> well and Pat, Pat co-hosted the show a couple times all he got was a C so he cheated off the wrong person you know what I mean <laughs> but you know because I had that entree with him he's my personal friend and still is by the way you know and I, yeah I went to work with the carpenters I was a, unit, a, a union apprentice you know and did my journey you know and then the bottom fell out in 75 I did a little remodeling for a guy by the name of George Schwartz had to be council president yeah. and he said well, why don't you come over and come work with me and all I wanted to be was a driver and I did when he was a driver and then he got in a little bit of an issue and I took over as war leader and from there I became a party chairman and then I went to congress You know. but I never ever ran against anybody. I became a committee because there was a vacancy. I always went to somebody to see if I could help them. Then I became a warder because there was a vacancy. Mr. Schwartz had to resign. And then I was friendly with Joe Smith, who was the party chairman. I went there and said, how can I help you? And then there was a vacancy. And then the story about Tom Fuglia, there was a vacancy. I don't think it's a good idea to run against somebody just because you want to run against someone. That's just a problem. And I went to these individuals at the time, and I said, look, how can I help you? I want to be here to help. And vacancies occurred. So I'm not saying you're not supposed to run against somebody, but I think you should make an effort to try to work with them first. You know, instead of just trying to take somebody's job. The Democratic Party, You've uh, been a you know a, a leader in you
2: know throughout the, the you know the Delaware Valley, um, and there's a lot of different factions there, and you've been able to you know manage them and, and, and do a, a really good job. Where where um where do we stand now? Because I know you're spending a lot of your a lot of your time. We got a lot of important elections coming up. Um, how are things looking?
0: They're looking good. I mean, you know, I I laugh and I know I'm probably being heard by the media that they don't like me. They don't like the Democrats. They like to have a two-party system. So I guess they expect me to go out there and register Republicans or tell some of our Democrats not to become Democrats. But I believe in a Democratic Party. I believe it's a party that wants to reach back and help somebody, you know. And 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 never nothing ever really it really instilled that more in me than when I went to Washington and saw the difference between Republicans and Democrats. You know, some of these Republicans, when we were when I was ten, don't don't think they're ever going to get sick. Don't think that they're ever going to need any any help or anything. Don't think they need they never need any uh, any coverage for for uh, men and women that have to work every day, you know. And our president now, you know, and, uh, I mean we start to lose sight of really what people are saying and what they're doing. Like, and I don't want like to be critical, but, I mean, Trump kept talking about Mexico paying for a wall, but yet he shut down the government 30-some days and people lost money because Mexico's not paying for a wall, and nobody's holding his feet to the fire because that place was base, I guess, except for now some of the Republicans even heard McConnell say yesterday or today that he's not for any shutdowns. Well, why are you shutting it down then? You, you know, let, you know, and, and that's, a, that's a bad thing, you know, but as far as the party in the city of Philadelphia, you know, like I said, the press like to see a two-part system you know we have a little bit of influx of some of these newer millennials so to speak you know sure i embraced them i had a meeting today with two of the new ward leaders in the city that are younger and have like progressive ideas and i welcome we got a big tent you know and i welcome and i want to work with them and you know work things out and you know uh again we have major elections coming up and we got some good people we got some people that maybe maybe need to be changed you know i mean i'm not saying we're going to rubber stamp an incumbent simply because they're an incumbent but uh we may we may look at that and we and we endorse people we get criticized from time to time because I follow party rules. I can't make my own rules. We have party rules since 1954. It's the last time I can remember or I can can find a document that gives us the party rules and how we got to follow them. Then we got to follow in lockstep with the state party. I just can't go out and do what I want to do or or do what somebody else wants us to
1: do. I got to follow the rules. There's a belief out there, Congressman, that the Democratic Party is moving so far away from even what the belief of the democratic party is even from what the belief of what the democratic party stands for agree with that or no no not at all
0: not in the city of philadelphia i don't agree with that i think the democratic party in the city of philadelphia is reaching back and helping somebody i gave you a little bit of my background i didn't get there because i'm so good looking and charming i got there because somebody helped me and i think it's incumbent upon us to reach back and help somebody else i think we need some more young people getting involved you know uh, i think that uh, i'm going to start Mentoring, I do mentor a lot. Mentor a lot of them. I'm mentoring more of them to try to get them active and getting involved. But I do think that the ideals are one and the same, reaching back and helping somebody, uh, not giving them a fish, but teaching them how to fish so they can make it on their own. You know, and I, I believe that that I think believe that those ideals are still in place.
2: Well, one of the things you talk about Washington D.C. and 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 uh, you know having you know watch what's going on recently. I mean, when you're talking about Trump and Trump has never had a boss, so he doesn't realize that the American people are now his boss. He's doing things, uh, you know, and he's doing things that I that I don't think he's ever done before. He's never had to compromise, and we've we've watched and we've met some of the contractors that he dealt with. They don't like him. Now, of course, they don't, because he was using bankruptcy like it was birthday cake. I mean, at the end of the day, um, and that is what 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 makes me afraid in in in, in uh, of people getting dismayed when when they when they when they see they think their vote doesn't count here in here in, in the, across the Delaware valley and i i agree with you as well um especially with you know organized labor i mean we're we're heavily involved in the process. Thank you. And 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 that's important. When when Janice came up, they thought we were gonna just just dive in the hole and that was gonna be it. What do we do? We mobilized. Is that does labor does labor um take a lead role during times of distress
0: and stuff like that? Well labor as you all know your background, you absolutely got to understand, I absolutely agree with me, as a sleeping giant. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to give him a boot in the butt to get him awake a little bit, especially when it comes by comes comes by to take the, you know, take uh, take uh, food off their table, you know, and I, I got to tell you, like, a guy like Trump, I don't know how he could even, you know, I, I'm a big guy, and I get beat up pretty well, and they come at me in a lot of different directions, but I'm a big guy, and, I, and that's, that's, that's what I signed up for. You know, right. I know what's happening, but my family... No, you don't bother people's family. Look at this guy. How do you get up in the morning and try to put your best suit on to feel good about going to work when they're killing your kids, your your, your wife? Your everybody kid. you know is... I mean, everybody I mean, surrounded him yeah, is going... It's it? ridiculous. I mean, it's totally ridiculous. So, you know, I don't know what he's doing. I just... It's, again, the Peter Principle... <laughs>
1: Right. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor, a special one-hour edition of the broadcast tonight here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Congressman Bob Brady is with us for the uh, entire hour. We have one segment remaining here on 1210, and we'll come back after the commercial break. We'll end the show tonight by giving Congressman Bob Brady one wish guaranteed to be granted. How will he answer that question? Back in a moment.
0: I made a decision that it would be
1: best for me not to, you know, run for re-election. And back here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Perhaps, Jay doc uh, the fastest hour uh, that we've had or that we've experienced in the last seven years of this program.
2: Uh, well, we could do about five segments, Krause. Uh, Congressman, your proudest accomplishments.
0: I'm not, uh, I'm nowhere near trying to be finish with things i want to try to do you know uh, i've got a, i've got a, a lot of things done i'll tell you one, one one story that still bothers me that we almost got done we just ran into a little bit of roadblock i, I was watching this 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 war that we're having you know people tell me go to congress it's you have a good old time you, 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 what's the worst can happen you know like, we're not going to war and i'm impeaching the president lo and behold the first couple of weeks we're impeaching the president then we go to war and I happen to watch, as you watch, even today are men and women that are in Hornsway, God bless them. And you, and I see all the Humvees and you see the, the, the military. You don't see any mail trucks. So a sheriff, Philadelphia sheriff uh, came to me and she did her tour as a woman. And she said, you know, my credit's shot. She because I'm a single, I'm single, I'm not married. I had an apartment. I'm over there for 18 months. And I couldn't get any mail, so I couldn't pay my visas. I couldn't get them paid, you know. I mean, when you don't pay your visa, they stay pounced on you right away. So I put a bill in that said that you know you got to pay your you got to pay your debt, but no interest, and don't ruin somebody's credit. We got finally got that done, and it took a long time to do that. But we got to start thinking about the people that. Like again, the people that with paycheck to paycheck, some of us got a little fat and forget how that feels. And we gotta start thinking about people that again that, you know, may may have lost credit or maybe couldn't use some help because of some some tragedy or whatever it may be. I mean, I agree with you, but also, you know, some of the in and, and,
2: and that goes for the general public has to 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 understand that as well. We were getting calls and I you know, even on Facebook on some of you know, that that it wasn't all I mean, it was a small portion of Americans affected by the the shutdown, and that is the wrong. That's the wrong sentiment. Uh, at the end of the day, we you know anybody watching that anybody and and if you're and if you're uh, you know if you're a veteran now or you know if if you're overseas, I mean that's a point that. Maybe we never thought of. Like, I mean, I never thought of that. I did not know. I mean, you never th- especially if somebody gets called on active duty and, and, they're, and, and they're on the reserves. There's no question about it. Uh, uh, the general public has to also get involved in that movement
0: uh, and, and not just say, that really went through me huge. Well, two things. Number one, my best accomplishment is I'm on my fifth veterans home. Some of our veterans out there that you know you, we heard about how many of them are homeless and whatever. But I'm on my I'm on my, my my fifth one. We have four, and we did one of them named after my dad. One after Hardy Williams. One after Clark. You know, and we have the veterans' homes, and they're, and and they're not only a, a good. Uh, beautiful establishments, but on the ground floor they got their facilities too. They got their services there that the bitches don't really know what they're entitled to. Oh, I, you know they don't. They don't know. You're
2: 100. Well, we've
0: done shows on that. They yeah. don't.
2: They don't know a lot of the things that they're that they're entitled to. And we're we're actually planning another show right now. Um, in fact, President of the afl Pat Pat Eiden came to us and said, "Look, it's exactly what he said. He said a lot of the veterans don't know the, the benefits that are available to them, and so we're actually planning the second show there."
0: Um, well, you ought to do it in one of my veteran's homes. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I mean, Bring him, and, they're, and you, they are the most they are the most thankful people that you could ever ever imagine. Oh, we,
2: you know, I don't, I don't know. What's it, Joe? Uh, uh, Joe Griffiths, he's got the... Uh, oh, it's my buddy, y- you, y- y- you know, he's got the, the he's Welcome Home Veterans show uh, a, and does a great yeah, I'm job. sure every Saturday, yeah. yeah absolutely. He's my uh, dear friend. Little shout out to Joe. Uh, but yeah. here's an interesting... Uh, you're, you're also, I mean, not only a great friend of labor, but also pro-business. You, you, I mean, pro you, you entered small business uh, you know, bills yeah. that, that provided small businesses to, to uh, loans across the country, and they employ a ton of people, over absolutely. 60% of our individuals
0: uh, i love uh, I, and you know what small businesses are, are, are a vital part of this city of philadelphia i mean you know we wanted amazon to come here and all that i mean that's all that good and i believe i'm all for all big business too but the mom and pops are great i like to have they have certain they have certain people that are shop local sure which is a real good thing shop local and then it inspires other people, you know, to to maybe open up a small business and become you know, an entrepreneur, and you know. No, I agree with that, and I also think that with labor
2: and you know, th- there should be some education I had the opportunity obviously I was an iron worker for 20 years I still got my card I'm you know, obviously retired but the point is well, I look at your hands and no know if so you're not working
1: yeah, yeah no I, I, <laughs> a little bit that's, that's <laughs> Joe Krause thanks there. very much Congressman Bob Brady is <laughs> with like us that. here <laughs> on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor uh, want, you, you are granted because of all of your uh, all of the work that you've done and your unconditional commitment to the city of Philadelphia uh, and to many many people you're granted one wish that will be fulfilled what is it
0: and this conflict that we'll go through and get our men and women home they don't need to be there we need to take care of ourselves charity begins at home Let's get these men and women out. We, too many people are coming back that are harmed, killed. Real quick story, Jack Murtha was a great guy. Went to, He used to come by and stop off at of Waterbury Hospital every day. God bless Jack Murtha. And uh, he stopped by and I saw this young, corp, this young captain who had lost both hands and had lost his sight, both eyes. And he could see a tear coming down. And a tear came down because he said to him, Mr. Mr. Congressman, he says, I guess you're feeling bad. You got to go back. He says, no, I feel bad because I can't get a medal. Why can't you get a medal? Because it was one of our own devices. And he gave out medals for for, for, for our own devices that he had the, he had to dismantled a bomb. Jack Murthy went home and got through one of his two purple hearts and pinned it on that young man. And we changed the law. They said, now, because they're friendly devices, you're still in harm's way. You can't get that done. And that became the biggest reason why Jack Murta was a hawk, then became a dove. So you can't change people's minds, you know. And it took the reality of this young man that you can see the, the 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 moisture in his in his patches that made that happen, you know. So we got a lot to do, and I really feel bad. You see these men, and women, thank God they're coming back a lot. We're honoring them more than we ever do with the Vietnam War, you oh, yeah. know. Thank God, and we just got and we just like to get this get this over, get this conflict over. Uh, no question about it. The
2: future. What do you, you know, you're, you're busier now than ever. What's on the agenda?
0: The agenda I have is what I have for my family and I have the agenda I have for everybody else just to make your life, make your children's life a little bit better than yours. I like to think that my children, that I'm a grandfather and a great-grandfather. I like to think that my kids' lives and I think that they're opportunities and I think they're getting a better life and had a better life than I had. Not that I had a bad life. Don't get me wrong. My dad was a police officer. My mom worked two nights a week, you know, in food for if anybody. I'm dating myself, Know what food for her She was a cashier. And I just think that I would like to see all of us make sure that our children we make sure our children have a better life than we do and and can get progress better than we did i think we got this whole thing licked and when you're
2: and, and in your position you've been able to impact issues i mean that must be pretty gratifying that, that you know to be in a situation where you know you're going you're 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 settling a dispute and thousands of people's lives have been changed uh, when that happens you know, I, I, you know, and you're going to continue to do that work. That allows me to sleep at
0: night and shave in the morning without cutting myself. Because I know do not care what anybody else thinks. Congressman, I want to thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, for being our it. guest. It's been a great hour. goes by really it fast. It fly by. I appreciate it. I'd like to come back anytime. Absolutely. Like we look forward to having you.
2: Congratulations you. God on God the retirement. You. Thank
1: you. Appreciate you. Congressman it. Bob Brady, our special guest here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Uh, as we take you uh, into the close uh, of the program, enjoy this audio montage of some of Congressman Bob Brady's greatest moments. That's going to do it here on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On behalf of the congressman, Congressman Bob Brady, of course, on behalf of Jay uh, I'm Joe Kraus. See you next time, everybody.
0: This incident, this thing is going to take another year, almost a year, to find out what's happening. That's unacceptable. You got to get confidence back in these riders. To all have defended our freedom endeavor came home prisoners of war and those missing in action we remember you thank you god bless you thank you for your support and when i go down to washington believe when i tell you there's some crazy people down there but i only hope i can make you as proud of me as i am proud of you when you're doing in delaware county with the democratic party the great champion thank you god bless you thank you
2: this program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of wpht or its management